Hello adventurers, and welcome to The Game Master and Me, a two-player tabletop role-playing podcast with me, your host, Craig Burton. Hello adventurers, and welcome back to The Game Master and Me. So this here is our discussion episode uh, for Merry England, uh, for the adventure we just played, and we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about what we changed to make it work for us, and hopefully there'll be something in there that you'll find interesting and take away. Um, Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Cool. Oh, yeah, I that was it. good. That was good. You survived. You got a bit of injury, but you know, you survived. There was well. never any doubt. There was never any yeah. doubt. Awesome. Or was there? I mean, I guess it stopped a big demon. I don't from... know. It depends because, yeah, I mean, like if uh, you hadn't stopped the ritual, that could have been quite a big issue. Yeah. Um, of course. Um, yeah, John DeGray was, was relatively hard. Yeah, and uh, and he had those little explodey things. I liked that. Um, I like that the little explodey yeah. things. Uh, yeah, fighting can be quite interesting. This game it could go on forever, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I did find that. I mean, basically, um, the way the mechanics works, it's meant to be kind of like success cancels out of success. You know, so you have yeah, to kind yeah. of beat it by getting a special or a critical, or you know, yeah. one degree of success above the opponent. Um, and even then, even when you do hit someone, um, sometimes like armor can um, can take a bit of a sting out of it. Yeah. Um, but um, what you can do is, if uh, say you you got a success by like twenty percent, like two degrees of success or whatever, and the other person only got a success by one degree yeah. of success, then then you kind of win that round. Yeah, um, and you can do that if it goes on for too long, which I figured out because I played this the first time, and I was like, "Wow, this fighting is just going on forever." Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah. I mean, one of the key parts really was um, the challenge of having to try and escape from the chamber. Yeah, have him, him having it blown it up with the drama of it falling down around you, kind yeah, of. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah nice um when he did it before did they did they stop the ritual or did they have to fight a demon wow it was like ages ago now um you know i think they probably had to fight a demon yeah they did have to fight a demon (laughs) good stuff yeah 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 i really didn't want that to happen (laughs) no no and the thing is 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 uh all you need to stop the ritual from working is basically like to upset that diagram yeah it's just yeah. kind of quite clear, isn't it? I mean, apart from the fact that you want to save Maud anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to save Maud. And that's what we did. Mm. And that's good. No, I really like it. I like mysteries. I think um, for, for two play- for a, like a one-player, one-GM thing, the mystery thing works really well. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it's hard because all the way through I was thinking, oh, it's not really doing much fighting, you know. But um, but to be honest, you weren't necessarily built for like, you know, yeah. constant fights. And I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess different people like different things out of games. Fighting's not my favourite bit. Mm. Uh, it can be. It can be kind of fun. It can be quite fun. Like that was fun. Um, but when it's all the time, like every session, I mean, it'll be like, no, yeah. thank you. Well, the other thing is, is when you're on your own, you've got less help to, um, like, yeah. you know, patch you up first aid and heal you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If yeah. you're in a, if you're in a group, you often have someone who goes around doing all the healing. Yes. Yeah. Um, while the others are fighting, kind of thing. Um, so 
probably having too many fights in that would have been too high risk yeah yeah um, and your skill set really was like hide run stealth climb you know get away from a fight yeah that's pretty uh, good with my sword though you were very good with your sword actually quite yeah. a good sort of all-round character well, i say all-round i mean yeah i mean like i think you were probably heavily you were more heavily statted than you would have been if it was a group yeah playing. yeah did you change something about that did you do anything to um boost the stats a little bit because i was on my own or did you well to be honest because i obviously came up with your skills didn't i i mean you asked specifically for climb but <laughs> yeah. i came up with yeah. the rest of your skills and i did put um some pretty good stats in um in like i say in that particular skill set in that kind of like flight skill set yeah i mean yeah. even to the point where you've got um uh not fast talk but you've got perform yeah and you've got jest under perform at 80 oh, yeah, percent yeah. that was because that was one of your ways of you know getting out of a fight really yeah i didn't use that though because i hid no, instead didn't use it in the end. yeah there were there were a couple of ways yeah that you might have used that which was one was with the squires yeah and uh you hid successfully and the other one was to try and get the king's attention at the banquet oh okay yeah i um, yeah yeah that could have been quite a good one tell some hilarious jokes like someone might have gone up to the king and gone oh listen to this joke it's hilarious um anyway but uh yeah it was just another option really yeah yeah but um did you fudge any of it if you see what i mean did you change the way you applied the skills or or put in different amounts because uh, because it was just one player if you see what i mean was there anything different in the way you roll up the character um yeah i guess so um but i think that's just it, like th this this character would have been one of the characters in a team yeah yeah in a group and probably the other people would have been quite differently focused yes so yeah. like where you had like quite good flight mechanics yeah. someone else might have had quite good fight mechanics yeah but yeah in doing that it meant that i guess if anything i didn't change the character so much i probably changed the the threats that are in the adventure a bit yeah. more yeah okay yeah yeah so i didn't say so there wasn't like extra points put in extra skill points or whatever it was just tailored slightly differently that's right yeah, yeah okay, so like okay. um, i guess it's the same thing like if you if you're running a you know like a one play game or two play game or whatever yeah you might have fewer like if you get attacked by a group of like orc or whatever, there yeah. might be two as opposed to five, you know, depending on how many players you've got, how many PCs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so in that sense, yeah, there were probably fewer guards. Yeah. Uh, fewer sort of fighty threats. Suppose down in the, the room, you'd have had a couple mm. of guards maybe if there was more of us or something. So yeah, it's just tailoring, tailoring the adventure to fit or. Yeah. I mean that, that just kind of worked out actually. Yeah. Um, and and the other thing is, I didn't know. I mean, I had to do it slightly on the fly because I didn't know that you were going to have Letard yeah. with you. You know <laughs> what I mean? Great. Originally, which is I kind weird of because he's, he, he, it felt like it felt like you'd always intended it. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the cool thing. It just kind of wrote itself in that sense. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, like part of the story was basically to break the marshal out somehow. Yeah. Um, and there were some other ways that that could have happened as well yeah um but um but yeah i mean i don't know I, I don't know i don't think i had it in mind for you to break out letard it just kind of 
seemed right at the time. Yeah. Well, um, and right. obviously, needless to say, that um, Letard comes back to uh, Strigoi Castle with you and the Marshal and uh, becomes the Farrier. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And we <laughs> become a, a hero team. Absolutely. Well, um, on the next day, um, John announces um, the Marshal's pardon. Yeah. And completely throws John de Grey under the bus. Yeah. Under the uh, I don't know, the, the chariot, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um the, the Grand Melee, which is what they used to have when they had jousting competitions, you know, like you think of jousting and tournaments as like just one on one, you know, horsing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, jousting together. Well, usually what what it was in the in the real medieval times was uh, they had a bit of that. Um, but that was more of a practice because they basically just used to have this big old game of war where it was like two teams and they would like trounce through a whole village just trying to steal each other's horses and beat each other up and stuff. Yeah. And um, that's what the Grand Melee was. And um, and so that was that's basically what happens the next day. And um, the, you were meant to have chosen kind of sides from the joust, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So in the absence of the marshal, this kind of like quite powerful evil side rallied round uh, Hugh de Neville yeah. and William Breos. Um, but even though they had this quite powerful side, um, obviously the marshal had Richard de Clare and he had, um, what was his name? Henry de Troubaville. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said that he was going to join the marshal. And uh, because the marshal's awesome anyway, you guys won. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. So that's all fun. Nice. In theory, you can run that whole like bit, really. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We didn't. The the other thing that maybe just to quickly mention here yeah. is um, uh, I know that uh, I've done this before, obviously, and sometimes you run an adventure, and you put quite a lot of uh, effort into kind of like researching it and um, and figuring it out in the narrative and stuff. Yeah. And then you, then you think, oh, this would make a great story. Oh right. And uh, and yeah. So uh, obviously, as you know, yeah. um, the uh, that particular adventure, I ran it, and then I actually wrote it into a, a little novel. Yeah, you did. I thought, oh, it's a nice opportunity for um, to sort of write a young adult historical fiction murder mystery which has now have massive spoilers yeah um, yeah that's true yeah, that's true kind of, <laughs> but it's um but i mean in the book you could practically t- uh, treat it as a source book um because it's got a lot of the researched historical stuff in there um but yeah i thought i'd mention it yeah why you know? not and why not what's... um it's uh it's to murder a king yeah okay. and it is uh it is by myself jp holdstock and it's on amazon if you oh. care to uh, to look into it, nice. Um, and I will yeah. put a link to it. Nice. Thank you very much. Um, um, nice. Yes, yeah, it's self-published. And um, the other thing is, is I think I'm. Um, I mean, I'm personally because I'm because I love gaming. I'm happy to share any of the kind of like character sheets and stats and stuff that that we worked out and the storyline and narrative, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, ah, good stuff. That's cool. Um, yeah, we'll put some stuff in in some some notes and things so people can can have a little look see and uh, find your book. Well, thank you very much. Information they like. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, I've got um, like a whole load of uh, characters 
because it was a sandbox adventure mm. um yeah it's almost i mean there are far too many characters that i've got just because it was fun yeah <laughs> all these characters i mean i've got more. yeah got what i've got four blacksmiths uh you met the gambler no no it wasn't the gambler that was the relic seller that you met you didn't meet the gambler no the gam- gambler had some interesting um information um yeah a lot of people had interesting information did you meet the goldsmith i don't think you did i don't did think you? i did i literally i met the the gambler i met um i met some blacksmiths who told me about the guy that made the bowl yeah um and i don't think i really met anyone else aside i met uh i met the the lady of the night Yes, there was a whole team of them. A whole team in of fact, them. In fact, they they actually had the probably the best information. Yeah. Um, because they knew all about like motives. They knew which ladies in waiting were, you know, pregnant and which weren't, and who were, you know, um, in cahoots with who. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So was the um. Sounds dumb. The, the the attempted murder of the king. Yeah. And the ritual. Were they kind of two separate things going on at the same sort of time? Um, well... The, the impression I got was the whole point of uh, the... I'm guessing the shoe was a, a thing that, that happened because I felt like the, the champion, the guy that was part of the ritual. So come the end of that, I feel like... That was all a that was all a deliberate thing, so the king could pick a champion, someone that would replace him. Yes. As part of the ritual. Yeah. So that was that was a deliberate thing. So the shoe was um, uh, fixed, as in it was a fix. Yeah, but not by but not by hammer train. That was done. No, not by hammer train. Yeah, yeah. He he was honourable. Like yeah. he he is a really good farrier. Um, yeah. And um, uh, yeah, so it was it was John John de Grey and King John. I mean King John. So John de Grey found out that um, you could do this this ritual. They did find like Roman a Roman chamber, like Roman works. Yeah. When they were doing building works. Yeah. This this is in the story, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's quite conceivable because there yeah. are Roman foundations underneath there, and yeah, and yeah. actually, if you go the bit of the Roman wall that you can see today outside the Tower of London is kind of around about where that stuff happened. Yeah, okay. Like ge- like geographically. But anyway, yeah. so John de Grey and King John were like, wow, we can we can get this stuff together. We can summon a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's going to be the most powerful thing that will make us like, you know, that means we can get all our land in we'll France back. Yeah. yeah, absolutely will be unstoppable. And I think they were going to, in a really ridiculous thought, they were probably going to try and use it in the Grand Melee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, so so that that set the whole thing off. Yeah. Um, they had to have a champion for the ritual. Yeah. And so um, being able to uh, select a champion, because like a, a pure champion, do you know what I mean? And getting yeah. and basically killing them um, uh, was was part of that plan. Um, uh, they also were able to cover their tracks because um, John's priest obviously looks after John's affairs. Yeah. Like literally John's affairs and Joan de Cornhill had fallen pregnant with uh, John's baby. Yeah. Um, and so she, uh, so John de Grey told her that she needed to go to the alchemist and steal this 
Kirari so that he could use it in a potion to, um, you know, abort her baby. Right. Okay. Okay. So she didn't know what she was getting it for. Yeah. But obviously was really quite distressed when it turned out that this dude was murdered with Kirari. Kirari. Right. Even though she had kind of plausible deniability. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else? The the good thing is the John's a little bit scared of the marshal. And so it was kind of nice to get the marshal out of the way. Yeah. For the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it kind of all fitted together. And the other cool thing was is that there were lots of little sub threads. Yes. Which it was great because you got interested in them. Yeah. Like all the relic stuff and the bowl stuff and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Which, which basically start. I mean, you you can you can stop the end result without really knowing any of that stuff. Yeah. But it just makes it a lot richer if you're kind of working out why they're doing this on the way through. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? But yeah, no, right up until the um, yeah, I just wasn't quite sure because it all felt like. Yeah, well, you, you 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 were there. You saw my thought process. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's cool. I do like murder mysteries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Um, I think I'm done with questions, really. So that's yeah. How we how we made that work for two players is just played it with two players. Yeah, I'm yeah, starting I mean... to think that um, role playing with smaller groups isn't actually as tricky as we first imagined it might be. Yeah. I mean, one thing I was worried about was accidentally wiping you out. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because Uh, the thing is, is like to a certain extent, if you'd have died in the chamber, for instance, I guess that kind of would have been okay because you've played the adventure basically up until the end. Yeah, you failed, but, you know it's whether you win or fail the fun of the kind of three hours of playing is the three hours of playing yeah yeah um and and if you if you remove the possibility of someone dying then you kind of remove that jeopardy and danger and drama anyway so there was always the the possibility of you rolling badly and losing against john de gray and just being killed okay that's there's a chance then, of to, to remember so something we like is mystery it's fun Re- yeah removing the jeopardy of sort of dying too soon but without without making it feel like there's no peril no without removing a sense of peril without removing that's right, yeah yeah okay yeah you need to have peril there yeah um okay that's interesting yeah that 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 is a, a real we haven't really come across that i mean um i didn't think for a second there was any chance that you were gonna not make it in um in the star wars one but okay. then I feel like I feel the 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 way that system seems to work is um, it feels like it's more stacked in the player's favour. Like I know you didn't feel like it because your roles weren't particularly good, but it's like <laughs> the player is the hero and the play. You know, then that that's kind of how it. I felt like it came across, and I didn't think that I don't know. I didn't I didn't really think much about that. I didn't. I, it didn't. It wasn't really something that crossed my mind. Hmm. Um, but then there are other systems, aren't there, which are much more sort of deadly and much, um, uh, yeah, where the stakes are higher. But Yeah, I guess um, to a certain extent I saw this one a bit more like a kind of a Cthulhu adventure. Yes, um, yeah. With, with not so much horror, but the horror replaced with kind of, I don't know, historical setting. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you instead know, of horror, uh, we've got history. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i mean that's something i like i think other people like it too i love yeah. i love jumping into different eras like elizabethan and all that kind of stuff yeah um, yeah. yeah essentially it's uh i mean it's more fun also for the gm if you don't know whether the person's gonna win or not yes yeah yeah you know, as long as then as long as they don't die too early um but i suppose to a certain extent you have to set down the discipline of punishing them for terrible like you know judgment yeah see i like the not so much the not knowing whether they're going to win or not i like i like how are they going to win how are they going to yeah. win that's yeah yeah oh i yeah. do like the element of thinking they might not win you just do you're just cruel yeah yeah, yeah. okay but, i mean like there was a moment in that for instance when the chamber was falling down around you and uh and you were like and you were i was like you've got to get out how are you going to get out and i was unwilling to help you because it's your game you're the yeah. player yeah and then I heard you, literally heard you have that realization of, oh, we can go through the, the waterfall hole. I was like, yes, that's exactly it. Nice, nice. Yeah. Wicked. Well, thanks very much for that, matey. That's all right. That was great. That was great. Um, yeah. yeah. Nice. Thank you. And that's the end of our discussion episode. I hope that was good. I hope there's something in there that you can take away that will help you with your own two-player adventures. And we'll be back next week with an exciting new adventure, this time set in space. Yeah! Um, as ever, if you want to contact us, you can find us, you know, all the details are on our website, www.thegamemasterandme.com, um, or you can email us, craig at thegamemasterandme.com, or you can find us on Twitter, at the GM and me. So, yeah, as ever, stay vigilant adventurers, and we'll see you next week. Bye.